Welcome to the Fail Forward podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to change the negative stigma around failure into a positive. Failure is only a negative if we do not learn from it and we give up. Welcome back to the Fail Forward podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about empathy. So I used to not have much empathy at all until I met my wonderful wife. And actually, Sarah um, Guyben, who I've been with now for 19 years yesterday, which seems crazy to me to be that, that I'm even that old to say that I've been with someone for 19 years, but we've been together that long. She is one of the most wonderful women I've ever met. And I'm, I'm obviously going to say that because she's my wife, but she generally is one of the most kindest, caring, attentive people. And she has tons of empathy she always looks at someone else's situation and asks that or thinks if there's someone that's acting in a certain way why is that and there could be a reason why someone is is being like that but empathy is something that it's taken me a while to master and I still have to check in with it because essentially what um what actually used to happen is that pre-business going under I would be in a rage about something a member of staff had done because of course at that point I wasn't being accountable I wasn't looking at what we were doing as a leadership team everything that went wrong was always someone's fault I actually got brought up in a, an environment like that where if something goes wrong it's it's instantly someone's fault so I'd get home on an evening um, and I'd be ranting about somebody that's working for me because they'd done something and Sarah would go but have you asked them if they're okay? I'd be like, what do you mean if they're okay? They've done this wrong. And I'd be like, she's like, well, people don't, she'd always say to me, people don't just act out of turn on purpose. There's usually something else going on. Like, is there something going on at home? Have they just found out some tragic news? Are they going through a difficult place with mental health? Uh, have they been given the right training, et cetera, et cetera. And she'd always look at it from that other person point of view. And at the time, it was the most infuriating thing because all I'd want to do is get home, rant about that person and ha- be rant about them, crack open a beer and just forget about it all. And then suddenly I've got Sarah being em- having tons of empathy. And at the time, it used to make me think, oh, what? I remember saying to her, why are you sticking up for them? She'd be like, I'm not sticking up for them. I'm just trying to get you to see the perspective that actually sometimes life as we see it isn't exactly as it is. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why people do things and don't do things and, you know, are the way we are and the, the, the way we've brought up, been brought up and stuff going on. And, you know, life throws different curveballs. But over time, I started to realise that. And as, as, a, as a business leader, and I started to saying to people when something was, was going wrong, or, or they weren't performing, or they were, you know, if they were doing something that wasn't quite right, I would then first thing I'd do is pull them to one side and say, look, are you, are you okay? Is, is everything okay? And the amount of times you then find out that, you know, suddenly one of their members of members of family had just passed away, or their girlfriend had split up with them, or cheated on them, or something had happened, and then you can then care for somebody in a completely different way. Then go, oh, well, okay, I get why they've been late every day this week because they've been arguing with their girlfriend, or they've been been really upset, or they've been drinking too much the night before, and you can start to try and help people and, and really give people time and like I've talked about in other episodes, when you start looking after your team, so much more comes from it. So actually being empathetic and having empathy for somebody else can be hugely powerful um, to be able to help people because people don't just act out of turn. Like generally there's something else going on. You know, it's for example, people always say with 
you know, people are drug addicts. Oh, like bloody crackheads, they robbed this and they robbed that again. But they have no idea what that person's going through. They're at a point of desperation, like they need a fix. And no one knows until you have an addiction what that really feels like. So as soon as you start having empathy, yes, you're not saying it's right. You're not if you're if you're empathetic to somebody, you're not saying, oh, it's OK for them to go and rob somebody or it's OK for them to go and do it. But you can start caring for them in a different way, asking them other questions, showing them other ways of doing things. And I've got a great story with this because um, I got into service accommodation, into the property world a, a few years ago now, um, and we started building up a portfolio of properties, some of our own and some that we rent off other people and some that we manage for other people. Um, and our very first landlord that we um, we took on his property to rent from him, which is called Rent Service Accommodation. Um, I learned this through a company called Progressive Property, Rob Moore, Mark Homer, Kevin Paneskis. Um and I learned about service accommodation. And the first landlord um, that we met, um, he had been living in his family home in Southampton for 10 years. He'd owned it from brand new um, and he was moving out to a bigger house in Chilworth. And he was then going to rent us his property for three years. We dress it in furniture um, and like an Airbnb, we 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 go and put it onto Airbnb, booking.com and all of the other um, service providers for that industry. Um, and then we make money out of it, which is a great business. It's still running now um, and we do do well from it. Um, but this very this was the very first one we took on um, and it was it had been lived in. It wasn't really bad, but it wasn't your um, brand new clean um, rental property that you just walk in and say, yep, with your family, I'll take that on. It needed a deep clean. It had it had he had four sons. You imagine four sons living in a house. They're going to make some mess. You know, there's handprints on the wall and all this kind of stuff. And um, it was a new build house. So it's probably I think they're about 15 years old now. Um, and. We took it on, we then had to clean it, we had to do everything with it. Um, but every day, um, our, our amazing cleaner, Claire, would message me saying, oh, um, the landlord's turned up again and he's sort of looking in the house and wanting to come in. Um, you know, it, it, should he be doing that? And really, he shouldn't be. Um, and I started getting more and more frustrated. Every day I was getting more and more frustrated because we knew we were having guests in the following weekend and we were like, we don't want the landlord turning up when there's guests coming in. And my first thought was, oh, I'm going to phone up the, the agent and tell, the, tell him to tell the landlord to stop turning up every day. And Sarah, being Sarah in her amazing, empathetic way, turned around to me and said, Henry, just think about it for a minute. This was his first family home where he's had all of his sons living in. He's going to be very protective of that home. How about look at it from his point of view? And this was really one of the first, not first times, because we, we it dropped by this point, but one of the first times that I've really seen empathy work in a really massive beneficial way to our business. Because what we then did is we we um, phoned the letting agent, said, look, can you, if you want to send the landlord and his wife around on Saturday, me and Sarah are going to be there and we're just going to be finishing dressing the property, sorting the curtains out, finishing the final touches. Sarah was putting throws on beds and nice cushions and things like that. So the couple turned up. And they walked in and they were like, wow, you have turned our home into something amazing. And she was saying to my wife, are you an interior designer, which Sarah's not. She's done some graphics. She's a graphic designer by trade. So she knows, understands colors and things. Um, but we just IKEA'd it and just cleaned it, basically. And they were blown away with how we'd looked after their property. And I was like, great, win win the it, the landlord's not turning up anymore the guests are happy let's let's keep, keep running but the magic happened a few months later when we started getting phone calls 
from the landlord's friend who all had properties saying, oh, you looked after my friend. Would you like to rent or manage our property for your service accommodation? Would you like to rent or manage our property for your service accommodation? And we got three more deals from that. And that's where I wanted to tell you that story to show you what empathy can do. One, it's the right thing to do to care and to love other people and understand where people are coming from. But also when used in the right way, you can get massive amounts of deals and massive amounts of opportunity from understanding why people act a certain way they do, why people do things, why people challenge different people and why things happen. So I would embrace empathy. And if someone cuts you, next time someone cuts you up in the car because they're driving fast, have a think about maybe that's because they're late for a doc's appointment or, you know, someone's just passed away in their family or there's a reason why they're doing that. You know, next time someone crosses you in the wrong way, I'm, I can always guarantee you they're not doing that intentionally. There's probably something else going on. So have love, have empathy and look after people because that's what's important in the world. Connection, people and the future of life. Thanks all for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed what you heard, please like, subscribe and share. Thanks all.